Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in Western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. The state of New York may soon eliminate a requirement that high school students take regents' examinations to earn a diploma. Desiree Keegan reports on 27East.com that earlier this month, an advisory group formed by the State Education Department recommended that all students be given options other than the exams to prove that they have mastered material. East Hampton Superintendent of Schools Adam Fine said... I am thrilled that students will possibly have a rigorous alternative pathway to graduation. I do believe the Regents' exams have a place in the requirements, but having other manners in which students can demonstrate mastery and achieve a diploma is a win for everyone, said East Hampton Superintendent of Schools, Mr. Adam Fine. Southampton High School Principal Brian Zahn said the Blue Ribbon Commission also recognized that many factors outside of our classrooms, such as student trauma, English language proficiency, and social inequities, directly impact a student's performance in school and on high-stakes testing. This is a promising step in the graduation measure reforms, said Mr. Fine of uh, said Mr. Zahn, excuse me, of SHS. The Blue Ribbon Commission, created in 2019 to examine and rethink New York's graduation requirements, undertook an independent and inclusive process to explore what a state diploma should signify to ensure educational excellence and equity for every student in the state. Implementation is expected by next fall. State Education Department Commissioner Dr. Betty A. Rosa said recently, prior to entering into this process, we knew the current system wasn't working for all students. The intent of this initiative was never to lower standards. To the contrary, it focused on placing all New York State students on a success trajectory by providing them access to the necessary opportunities and supports they need. End quote. Hampton Bay Superintendent of Schools, Lars Clemenson, tells the Southampton Press that the New York State Education Department is now tasked with reviewing the recommendations and considering what practical policy proposals to make for the Board of Regents' consideration. Clemenson said his read of the recommendations does not lead him to believe that Regents will simply disappear. Quote, I would expect that the pathways for assessment include a variety of options for a student, regents' exams included, Clemenson said. In Hampton Bays, we believe if there are multiple vessels for students to pursue their path to a high school diploma and be life-ready, it only provides more opportunities for children. The Catholic Church on Long Island, the Diocese of Rockville Center, has offered what it's called its best and final offer after three years of bankruptcy proceedings to survivors of childhood clergy sexual abuse. Bart Jones reports on Newsday.com that many survivors would receive at least $100,000 in cash immediately as the Diocese of Rockville Center distributes a total of $200 million among some 600 people, church officials said. The plan is, quote, the best, most efficient, and most effective means to immediately begin compensating all eligible survivors equitably while allowing the diocese to emerge from bankruptcy and continue its charitable mission, stated Sean Dolan, a spokesman for the diocese. 
but some attorneys for survivors said the offer was the same as others the diocese had previously made, only to be turned down. Thinking that a survivor that was repeatedly raped as a child will be tempted by an immediate payment of $100,000 is offensive and shows how the diocese values what these child sex abuse victims went through, said Jordan Merson, a Manhattan-based attorney who represents some of the survivors. They have spent almost $100 million on legal fees. If the diocese had only worked with survivors instead of fighting against them, this case could have likely been settled long ago, said Merson. James Stang, the main lawyer representing the Survivors Committee in the proceedings, indicated they will reject the diocese's latest offer, which he said contains nothing new. The New York State Legislative Commission charged with studying whether the Long Island Power Authority should be transformed into a public power utility has issued a report which calls for just that. Stephen J. Coates reports on 27East.com that according to New York State Assemblyman Fred W. Thiel Jr. of Sag Harbor, who chaired the commission with State Senator Kevin Thomas of Nassau County, the next step is for the state legislature to pass legislation setting that transformation in motion and for Governor Kathy Hochul to sign off on it. If the plan envisioned by the panel is put in place, LIPA would cut ties with PSEG Long Island, which currently manages the grid. LIPA, in turn, would hire PSEG Long Island's workforce and become a public power utility. That was the vision of the state legislature when it created LIPA in the mid-1980s, said Thiel, for it to become a public power utility. Quote, the original intent of the statute was to close the Shoreham Power Plant and replace the Long Island Lighting Company. They succeeded in closing Shoreham, but instead of making LIPA a fully public utility, we got a crazy third contractor. The annual holiday lighting of the Big Duck in Flanders is happening this evening from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the historic landmark on Flanders Road. The event will feature a visit from Santa Claus on a fire truck and duck-themed holiday caroling. So the Big Duck holiday lighting in Flanders starts tonight at 7 p.m. Then this coming Saturday, December 2nd, Riverhead Townscape and the Riverhead Chamber of Commerce will host the lighting of the Colorado Blue Spruce Tree at the Town Square in downtown Riverhead, where the festivities commence at 3.30 p.m. with the Goat on a Boat Puppet Show, holiday crafts for kids, and musical performances. The Blue Spruce Tree lighting ceremony this Saturday in Riverhead starts at 5 p.m. A lens manufactured in France in 1902 is shining high atop Montauk Point Lighthouse once again. Joe Workmeister reports on Newsday.com that earlier this month, the U.S. Coast Guard relit the clamshell-shaped Fresnel lens, which guided mariners along the eastern tip of Long Island from 1903 to 1987 as part of a pilot program in partnership with Montauk Historical Society. Commissioned by President George Washington in 1792, the lighthouse became a national historic landmark in 2012. 
The lens was displayed in the Lighthouse's museum for 36 years after the Coast Guard replaced it with a lower-maintenance light source, according to the Historical Society, which owns and maintains the lighthouse. People always wanted it back, said Mia Sertik, the Society's executive director, who noted that the Fresnel lens provides brighter light that is visible nearly 20 miles away. The Fresnel lenses are known as the invention that saved a million ships, according to the Montauk Historical Society. Sertik said in the years since the lens was removed, Historical Society officials frequently tried to have it reinstalled, but the Coast Guard said it would be like moving backward. However, the Historical Society persisted. Since the Coast Guard did not have protocols in place for maintaining Fresnel lenses currently in use elsewhere, the Historical Society agreed to be a test case to gather data. It was agreed that during a two-year pilot program in Montauk, the Historical Society would collect data on temperature, humidity, and dew point in the lantern room that the Coast Guard would use as a judgment elsewhere. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.